I really like Memories. That was uh, that was a really fun one. That was the last song we wrote together, and it was put together pretty quickly. Welcome back to After the Midnight. This week, we're discussing track 12 from Endless Summer, Memories. Those chords just feel reminiscent. Yeah, they're dreamy. Love that synth that starts creeping in right there.
That gets that distortion there. So tasty. We bends that, and then obviously the tape deck sound here. Perfect ending to the album. Yeah. I'm a sucker for closing tracks, and this one does not disappoint. Yeah, I know that this is this is one of your top songs. It just really portrays like teenage love, like your first love, and it definitely takes you back whenever you listen to it. It definitely feels like a, a love song. You can tell that it was written about that period of transformation, like after you realize a relationship's not working between two people, and you gotta bite the dust and just kind of go your separate ways. With this being where it is on the album and, and being, you know, technically the last song, just lines like summer days are getting colder, we'll know better when we're older. You know, it's just like hindsight is twenty twenty. Even just that analogy of the summer days are getting colder, like this album is endless summer. You know, it's like, it's got such that beach vibe, Cali vibe to it and to kind of bring it down and end that. It almost reminds me like the the movie Grease, the first scene of the movie Grease. It's like Danny and, and Sandy are at the beach. They spent the whole summer together and then they got to go, you know, their own two separate ways. It very much feels like, like that. I've just had the best summer of my life and now I have to go away. It isn't fair. This is like the cap off of that story and it's almost like a looking back, you know, it's this is kind of like Last Train. Yeah. Little spoiler, little fast forward that Last Train, you know, is meant from like a future perspective. So I feel like this is the same thing where it's reminiscing about that summer. Totally, yeah. With a little bit of background on this, there was actually a fan that had VIP tickets and got to ask a question about this song. And Tyler said something along the lines that is looking back at your first love and appreciating it for the experience, lessons learned, and anything else that comes along with it. So that may have ended at some point, but you're still looking back thinking, you know, I've, I'm grateful for this experience. When we hear from, from both Tyler and Tim, like Tyler talks about how one of the things that he loves so much about the midnight is he doesn't have to be as literal when he, when he writes, you know, he can paint these pictures and tell these stories. But he said that on this particular song that it was a little bit more literal, you know, that it yeah. was related to, to a real life experience. They were on Beyond Synth. I think this is episode number 89. Him and Tim were going through Endless Summer. And while they didn't specifically speak on memories, I thought this clip was really good just to hear how he approaches writing lyrics for The Midnight. You know, Tyler's, I mean, I can't speak to his process, but to me, he's no less sincere when he's writing for The Midnight. It's not like, okay, let's write some jokey 80s stuff. Cause they're really, it's not like, I mean, I make it sound 80s, but his lyrics and the way his, his pictures that he paints are the same as when he's, in my opinion anyway, I don't want to speak for yeah. Tyler, but they're the same as for his own stuff and when he writes for, for other people and himself. And it just becomes this, Thing when I wrap it in my world, my sonic world, if you will. Right. It's really nice to have the um, style to, to put the substance in. Samuel Taylor Coolridge said, what comes from the heart goes to the heart. And in some ways, the production allows me to even be a little more sentimental, a little more emotional, not for artifice sake, but it, the music itself is kind of disarming and you're kind of allowed to get a little, some would say cheesier, as some would say emotional, but like the images of a couple on a beach or a lost love or sand in your hair, like these are like 
These are images that you carry with you and they're no less real whether or not, you know, you want to prove your intelligence by making it ironic or cynical or real and sincere. And I, I think, you know, I feel really grateful that for whatever reason, it's way easier to kind of get into that raw emotional. It, it might be pastiche, it might be nostalgia, but, you know, there are parts of that kind of aesthetic that still exist. These images are real and they come from a real place and, and I want them to go to a real place. And I think that perhaps that's, you know, why it connects on some level because, you know, it, it comes from a real place. What's cool about songs is people interpret them differently based on their life experience. You know, for me, you know, I actually think back on when me and my wife were dating when we were teenagers. This isn't a relationship that ended like in this song, but I still, you know, it takes me back to those times, a lot of these lyrics um, of when I was a teenager. Tyler still writes with, you know, the same imagery and all that, but I feel like the topics and stuff that they choose for the midnight is always very layered in nostalgia and it's just a different type of writing. It's something that I've never quite heard before. Totally, yeah. One line that stood out to me this time was all of this was planned when the world was started, basically saying, you know, fate, you know, our stories are already written before we're even born and basically saying that this part had to happen in my life. I understand that. I'm not mad about it. And, you know, when you're young, you make these choices, um, especially when you're in love and maybe later on you rethink those. Um, and there's also another clip where Tyler is asked, you know, what's your favorite song on this? I really like Memories. That was, uh, that was a really fun one. That was the last song we wrote together and it was put together pretty quickly. It's interesting that this was, you know, the last one that they wrote and it's the, the last one on last one on the album. There are other versions of this song, you know, for that one beating heart live stream that had a kind of stripped back rendition. Let's throw that on. And actually there's a saxophone in it. Yep. Starts out with a guitar. Totally got the solo Tyler vibe there. Jesse. What's up, Jesse? And spoons. You gave me a song to sing. I forgot. <laughs> this is the stream Innocent with the wooden spoons. Shout out, Nat. Respect to these guys for, for this because this is when COVID first started. 
nobody knew how to do stuff remotely yet and the midnight put together this live stream called one beating heart and featured all the heavy hitters in the synthwave scene and just to raise money because no one could go on tour or anything like that so it's definitely a cool take on uh on memories there so from the rear view mirror which also plays off the first line of the song um they did memories with magic magic and just some of that the fans what they thought about this song out on social media twitter reddit so railgun had said memories aka the other lost angeles this gym was a late find for me as was the deeper depths of endless summer a tyler forward track with tim's production idling at no wake speed purring pads filter sweeps shimmering plucks a slice of pure the midnight heart and soul this yeah like what he said with the the shimmering and sweeping and stuff though those sounds right there very much give me that that vibe just so dreamy kojak on twitter sent this in um, and shared what this song means to him memories is one of those songs that makes me think about the first house that i ever lived in my first home it was the second half of the 90s and everything around me seemed to be so grand and big the end of the street that I lived on was about as far as my world went. My little self-contained universe occupied by stacks of VHS tapes and PlayStation games. Now, as I sit in a different country with a different language, I know that somewhere that world still exists. Perhaps not physically, but in my memories. And for a song to have that profound level of reminiscence, I think it's pretty special. We had discussed this is about you know your first love and he took it a different way he took it about you know just his childhood where he grew up the house he lived in the street he lived on and that's how he relates to it and that's the power of music i really love that though because going back to what we talked about earlier how everybody can interpret things differently i would never i'm just such a literal person that i take it at face value for it being a story about two lovers but to hear Jack say that, it's like, wow, childhood home, millions of memories come flooding back. Like, I can relate all these lyrics to something like the house I grew up in. Uh, shout out to to Jack, at KojakYT. Um, he's got one coming out on the midnight pretty soon, so be sure to, to check that out, and thank you for sending in the clip. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, that video is all about. Yeah, me too. Thunder Truck had shared what these lyrics are to him. So he says, everything's clear in the rear view mirror. Yeah, it is. I grew up in a not so great household. And at the time I accepted it as a normal home life. Once I grew up and grew wiser, I discovered how unhealthy it all was. I've accepted and healed from it, but it's easy to see all in hindsight, which is, I've always taken that line as hindsight is 2020. 
We'll know better when we're older. This one always makes me sing along. When you're a kid, especially an 80s kid like me, the whole future felt rad. Optimism and excitement was all you felt about growing up. The future was just awesome. After getting older, you realize how complicated it is to be an adult. And if you're one of the lucky few, you hold on to that little kid's enthusiasm. Spreading it to those around you, healing weary hearts, and staying rad. Awesome. So yeah, thanks everybody for sharing your thoughts on this song. It's always great to hear other perspectives. And so yeah, keep sending those in. Yeah, we really, really appreciate it, guys. So that is Memories, the final track of the official album. Great way to cap it off um, and kind of wrap up the whole story, reminisce about the story that was told on Endless Summer about this summer of two kids in love next up we're going to go ahead and do the bonus tracks that came out on the five-year anniversary uh, edition last year so next up we will have comet and then bend and then we're going to cover sometimes she smiles so we'll have a couple in between episodes and then after that we'll be getting into nocturnal yep and Comet will be interesting because we actually reacted to that whenever it was released. So it'll be an interesting take of how we felt then versus how we feel about it now. I'm really, really excited to get into Comet and Bend, honestly. Thanks for watching, everybody. Catch you in the next one. Peace. <laughs>